The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. Today is the final battle of round one of our Throwback Trivia Takedown patron tournament. In one corner, we have Jody the Real Deal Steel. Jody, if you would, introduce yourself and tell the people at home a little bit about you. Uh, hi, I'm Jody. Um, I've been on a previous episode before. I had a ton of fun. Um, I live in Rhode Island in a little teeny tiny town. Um, I work for an ISP. I won't say which one, so you guys don't hate me. Um, I, was, yeah. I literally just saw a meme that said, most ha- high-hated ISPs across the country. Yeah, I was in the Trivia Warfare group. I saw that too, uh, and I was like, I'm just going to not say anything because my company's on there a few times, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so show's great. I listen to it all the time, especially in quarantine. Keeps me occupied. Hopefully, now that uh, things open up a little bit, it can start <laughs> catching up on all these podcasts I've been behind on for the last year. <laughs> Absolutely. In the other corner, we have Josh, the Wonder Kid Wenrick. Josh, if you would introduce yourself and tell the folks at home a little bit about you. Good afternoon, everyone. Josh, uh, been following the show ever since you guys. I got on Trivia Warfare, so I love it. Uh, this is the first time I've been on, so I'm really excited. Uh, I had, uh, I had, I was retired Air Force. Uh, after 21 years of service, I uh, finally called it uh, quits. I'm moving my family from Phoenix, Arizona, to Virginia, and uh, seeing what what retirement life is uh, going to be like. So, just looking forward to the next few years. You are literally moving them as we speak, I believe, right? <laughs> As we speak, I'm calling you from somewhere in middle Texas. All right. Well, thank you, sir, for your service. And folks, right now, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I want to know just a little bit more about our awesome patrons. If you two could tell me, what was your favorite Nickelodeon show from the 80s or 90s? Wow, that's... That's like right in my wheelhouse. I was born in 86. So that's like Nick prime time. Uh, I think my favorite was actually all that. Uh, I just really like sketch comedy and I loved that show. And I even watching some of it now, like it holds up even. And there's a lot of jokes I totally didn't understand as a kid that are absolutely amazing. And I'm 
amazed they got away with putting that on kids TV. <laughs> I would say I think Lori De- uh, Beth Denberg is a complete god at comedy, and and, oh, and most amazing. people don't. Yeah, I know she's amazing. And Josh. So- I'm going to uh, reveal my ignorance. I, I grew up, I never really watched Nickelodeon. I didn't, uh, we didn't have cable TV growing up. And I never really popped on my radar. Uh, I, I don't have a TV show to, to give, so I'm going to default on this, I guess. All right. Well, uh, that made uh, my choice uh, simple. Um, even though, actually, all that was not at all a show that I, that I watched. No. But I know that Adam watched it. Yeah, it made my top ten list. Made his top 10 list, and unfortunately not mine. So because we have a default, Jody is going to get to pick first in round one. I will take I, a win, even if it's by default. Uh. Not looking good for me already. <laughs> default. Default. <laughs> All right, Jody, what would you like to start with? Uh, let's start with movies. All right. And your decade is the 80s. Ethan Hawke, River Phoenix and Jason Presson starred in this 1985 film about three kids having a strange dream and building themselves a spaceship. Oh, God. I know this. Oh, my gosh. What was it called? It was, like, a little bit before my time, but I definitely knew some people that, like, had seen it. Oh, gosh. Can you read the question one more time? Sorry. Ethan Hawke, River Phoenix, and Jason Presson starred in this 1985 film about three kids having a strange dream and building themselves a spaceship. I don't think I'm going to be able to get it. Uh, I'm going to say Flight of the Navigator, even though I know that it's wrong. Flight of the the Navigator, (laughs) as you know, is wrong. (laughs) All right, Josh, you get a chance to steal. So this is right in my wheelhouse. I remember seeing this movie uh, when I was about 10 or 11. I think it was just called Explorers. Explorers is correct. Yep. As soon as he said it, I was like, yep, that's it. (laughs) Sorry, excuse me a second. I said I was already, and unfortunately I was not, because I forgot to set up my board. No, it's a super fun one. Those kind of weird aliens that could kind of uh, recite different, you know, TV shows. Pop culture stuff. Yep. Really good. Oh, I, I knew. I've seen clips of it. Like, I know exactly what you're talking about. But my brain just could not pull that answer. Yep. And it was before Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix, you knew who they were. I mean, I think it was yep. one of their first films. Yep. So. And I think their uh, spaceship was built out of, out of like a tilt-a-whirl uh, <laughs> thing, something like that. Uh, yep. uh, all right, Josh, you got the steal, and you get to pick your category. So I'm going to go with uh, news, news and politics. Okay. Nice. There we go. And your decade is the 2000s. This government agency was established November 25th, 2002, in response to the September 11 attacks. There's a couple answers I could give. I guess I'll just go for the broad answer and hope that's good enough. I'll just say Homeland Security. Department of Homeland Security is correct. All right, back to Jody. Uh, let's go fashion. All right. And your decade is back to the 80s. Name this short, ruffled, layered skirt that originated in cheerleading and became a popular fashion trend among teenage girls in the early 1980s. Uh, so we call them rah-rah skirts. Like rah-rah? Our- is exactly what I was looking for. Nice. Very good. Definitely had a few of those growing up. 
Me too. Wait, no. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment zone. Yeah. All right, Josh, what would you like? I'll go with TV. TV. And we're heading way back to the 1950s. <laughs> from, from 1952 to 1958, George Reeves starred as this titular character. The star of the 1978 movie bears no relation. So that would be Superman. That would be Superman. Right. Very good. All right, Jody. Uh, let's see. Um, let's go music. Music. And your decade is the '60s. Oh boy. Think cautiously about this 1969 number one hit, Elvis's last number one before his death in 1977. I mean, I know like a million Elvis songs. I had that number ones album that everybody had in the 2000s. Um, but which one would fit with live, live cautiously? Is that what you said? Get. Think, cautiously Think cautiously about the 1969 number one hit. Elvis's last number one, 1977. I don't know. I don't know. Your official guess. Uh... Let's say, no, I don't have a guess because I, I can't think of any Elvis songs that fit in that category and I don't want to inadvertently give anything away. <laughs> All right, Josh, can you steal? I don't think so. I'm, I'm drawing a blank too. I got, I got pages and pages of nothing here. Um, well, since Jody doesn't have to go, I'll just throw something out there. I know what's wrong. I'll just say in the ghetto. In the ghetto. <laughs> Is incorrect. Adam, do you think you can take a stab at this one? I have no idea what this is. Oh, this is quite possibly my favorite Elvis song of all time, Suspicious Minds. Ah, oh, that makes perfect sense. All right. And Josh, it is your turn to pick. I'll go with literature. Literature. And we're also going to do the 60s. Cool. Either way you look at it, Joseph Heller's 1961 satirical novel about World War II immediately drew everyone's interest, good or bad. I hated reading this book in high school. This, uh, maybe, I, I think my mind was maybe a little too immature to understand it. Maybe, I don't know. But I'll go with, I'll say it's Catch-22. Catch-22 is correct. If you give me a chance to steal any, that would be fantastic. <laughs> All right, well, it is your turn to pick. Uh, let's go toys and games. Toys and games. And we're going 80s. These dolls are not grown, but are born at Babyland General Hospital in Cleveland, Georgia. Uh, these would be Cabbage Patch dolls. These are, I will accept Cabbage Patch dolls. It's actually Cabbage Patch Kids, but I will accept Cabbage Patch dolls. Okay. Which we have actually been to. That's right. I, I don't know if you remember that. Adam. We might have been too young, but I definitely. I, yeah, I don't remember going, but I remember that we went. How about that? <laughs> I just saw online a video of like a, a demonstration they do of the them being 
born. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's terrifying. And it comes out of a cabbage <laughs> head first. And um glad I never saw that because I probably would never have kids if I saw that as a child. <laughs> it's a miracle of life. <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> Uh, all right, Josh, left we have sports, slang, and food. I'll go sports. Sports. And we're doing 2000s. This golfer won his first major championship in 2004 with a birdie on the final hole to win by one stroke over runner-up Ernie Els at Augusta National. I feel it's going to be one of two answers. So I'll go with the more obvious and say Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is incorrect. Yeah. Jody, can you steal? Well, I mean, I would have been wrong, but that was what I was going to say because I don't really know any other golfers. <laughs> um, let's see. A person that plays golf, that would be playing in the 2000s. Uh, I don't know any other golfers besides Tiger Woods. Um, Jack Nicholas, that's a golfer, right? <laughs> Jack Nicholas is incorrect. Thought so. The correct answer is Phil Mickelson. That was my other guess. Shoot. Yeah. Uh, I gave you a steal, Jody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on the one category. <laughs> All right, Jody, we have playing and food left. Which one do you want for yourself and which one do you want to leave for Josh? Mm, let's say I'm going to take slang. And your decade is also the 2000s. All right. This portmanteau term was originally coined by editor Dave Carney of Big Brother Magazine in the 90s, but came to prominence in the mid-2000s as a term for two gentlemen with a strong friendship. Oh, gosh. Bromance? Bromance is correct. John, are you looking at the questions that I'm writing? Because I had almost that exact same thing for a different... No, I'm not looking at your questions. Okay. We must be looking at the same sources, though. Yeah, yeah, must be it. All right. Canceling that one. It happens to us all the time, actually. Dude, and and I'm not going to lie. Like, I swear, we record an episode, and then literally like a week or two later, I'll hear a different trivia podcast, and they'll do the exact same question. I was like, but I already recorded it. But now people, it hasn't come out yet, but people would think I'm stealing from them, but I haven't. Ah, crap. There's been times I've heard, like, similar questions on, like, you guys, Triviality and Trivia yeah. Warfare, mm-hmm. like all within the same like week. Yeah. And I'll be like, I no. just heard this. <laughs> or I have a list of questions for like the inevitable day I write a, a game and I'll have to be like, well, cross that one off because they just asked it on something. Yeah. Particularly Chris Hollister. He he and I seem to write the exact same type of questions every time. I swear he's stealing my questions. He's very pop culture heavy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, all right. That means Josh is left with food. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my job. <laughs> Uh, and the decade is the 70s. All right. That was our first 70s question. Yeah. From 1978 to 1982, Pepsi released this clear apple-flavored soda that, to my knowledge, was not created in Colorado. Oof. I have no recollection of this drink at all. So trying to pick up on your term of Colorado, I'll go with Golden. Golden is incorrect. Jody, can you steal? I have never heard of this. Um, 
Wow, apple flavored soda. That sounds awful. Um, Colorado, let's say Rocky Mountain soda. Rocky Mountain soda is a good guess, but incorrect. Uh, this was called Aspen soda. Mm. And probably why it only lasted for about four years. All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? Well, we do have a close one going on right now. Josh has a slight lead with 40 to Jody's 30. All right, and we're going to go into round two. And Josh is going to get to pick first for Jody in round two. Josh, what do you want to give to Jody? I'll give Jody sports. I saw that coming. (laughs) (laughs) Playing the odds. And your decade is the 60s. Okay. This woman's gold medal and world record-breaking performances in the 100-meter, 200-meter, and 4x100-meter relay made her the first American woman to capture three events in a single Olympiad. Honestly, of sports questions, like women's Olympics is probably one I would know, but not track, Uh, not running stuff. That's not in my wheelhouse. Um, 60s. Um, uh, what's her name? I'm trying to think of a, just a person that ran track of Flojo. Is that a person that ran track? A lady? That's my guess. Flojo is a person who ran track, but not unfortunately in the sixties. I thought so. Josh, can you steal? I hope so. I'll venture a guess and say Wilma Rudolph. Wilma Rudolph is correct. Wow. Very good poll. I knew that there was an episode of, um, I think, uh, some podcasts about her because she had some kind of disability as a kid, I think, and overcame it and became a runner. She had like polio or something and became a runner. I think it was some of that multiple sclerosis or polio, one of those two, yeah. Yep. I just listened to that probably within the month. (laughs) All right, Jody, what do you want to give to Josh? Uh, Let's give him fashion. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I hear the excitement, and he's super excited because we're doing 50s fashion. Some dresses in the 50s were made of this material, a medium-weight balanced plain woven fabric, typically with striped, checkered, or plaid patterns, in a white or bright color made from dyed cotton or cotton blend yarns. Okay, I got like the first four words and kind of blanked out. Can you repeat the question, please? It is a long question. Some dresses in the 50s were made from this material, a medium-weight, balanced, plain-woven fabric, typically with striped, checkered, or plaid patterns, in a white or bright color made from dyed cotton or cotton blend yarns. Yeah. The only thing, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I, which is me saying I have no idea. I'll go with gingham, just because I know that's a checkered shirt pattern, so I'll go, that's my answer. Gingham is correct. You can see that on Jody's face. <laughs> so mad right now. You got it locked up, ready to go, and Jonathan's your way into that answer. Wow. Oh, man. I know how Jonathan feels now. It's kind of nice. All right. Well, you got that one, and you get to pick for Jody. I'll give Jody, let's see how you do with news and politics. And your decade is the 60s. In 1961, CIA-backed Cuban exiles 
launched a failed attempt to remove Fidel Castro from power. This event became known as what? Oh, sounds so familiar. Oh, no. The only, I'm going to say the only Cuba-related thing I know and say Bay of Pigs. Bay of Pigs is correct. That's what I thought it was, but I wasn't sure if that was like the exact phrase for it or if it was like phrased differently. Okay. Uh, the Bay of Pigs invasion, but I accept Bay of Pigs. Okay. All right. You got that one and you get to pick for Josh. Oh, that was tough. Um, let's go. Let's go television. Right. And your decade is the 2000s. When you combine the taxi driver from Wings, the serial killer from Silence of the Lambs, and the girl from Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, you get this multi-Emmy winning comedic detective show. Okay, can you repeat that again? Yep. When you combine the taxi driver from Wings, the serial killer from Silence of the Lambs, and the girl from Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, you get this multi-Emmy winning comedic detective show. Ah. Uh... Wow. All right. Uh, so many things. I've got, I have no idea on the last bit, the girl from Two Guys, the girl in the pizza place. I mean, do you want the character's name or the actress's? I want the name of the show. Oh, the name of the show. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming up blank here on this. Um, I can't even, I'm not, I'm not even going to guess. I'll, I'll just resign and, and defeat here. All right, Jody, can you steal? I I wrote boy name, Buffalo Bill, girl name. Uh, and that's as far as yeah. I got. I have no idea. I've seen Wings, but I was I was too young to remember who the taxi driver was. I've seen the other show too, but I don't not enough to know the characters' names. I have no idea. No clue. I don't even have a guess. All right. Adam, I got a feeling you're going to know what this is. I assume so, because uh, I don't think it's like a, you're doing a portmanteau or anything like that. I think you're meeting the actors from each of those spots, and I think you're talking about Monk. I am talking about Monk. Oh. oh. Was the taxi driver from the show Wings. Um, uh, Ted, Ted Levine. Ted, yep, Levine. Okay. That's Lambs, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the girl's name. Um, that was the only other show that she had been on that I knew I could reference. Taylor something. I misunderstood the assignment. That was yeah. I, I missed I thought it was a like kind of a before and after. I mean, yeah, completely. You, you assume that. we are writing some intelligent questions here, guys. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're killing me because I thought that was a smart question. I, I love that question, honestly. I thought that was really, really well done. Okay. Spelled out, I wouldn't have been able to get it either because I, I wouldn't have known. Even if you had told me specifically, I wouldn't have been able to. Pull yeah, that. no. Like you, I was trying to think of like the guy from Wings was Tony. I think the character. I couldn't. Yeah, Antonio. I knew Buffalo. Buffalo Bob Antonio, yeah, I, I couldn't think of what the character's name from uh, the guy, two guys, a girl, pizza place. So, so, yeah, I, I couldn't think about. Yeah, I, I was completely going in the wrong direction. That was a stumper. All right, well, Josh, what do you want to give to Jody? I'll give her food. Food. Usually, always appreciated when yeah. somebody... <laughs> Um, we got our first '90s question of the night. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! This famous chef opened his first namesake restaurant in 1990 in New Orleans. Uh, as Emerald Lagasse? Legacy? Emerald Lagasse is correct. 
All right. And what do you want to give to Josh? Uh, let's see. Um, let's do literature. Literature. And your decade is the 50s. This 1951 novel follows Holden Caulfield, an angry, depressed 16-year-old living in an unspecified institution in California. Another book I read in high school. That is the seminal work, Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye is correct. I have to say, I'm glad, I've been holding on to that 50s lit question for like, <laughs> I'm finally glad to get it out. All right, Josh, what do you want to give to Jody? I'll give her slang. Slang. And, hey, another 90s question. Oh, good. I just want to use this 90s term that means someone was good at something or just attractive. You could also use it to say something was awesome or cool. Can you repeat the question? Sure. I just want to use this 90s term that means someone was good at something or just attractive. You could also use it to say something was awesome or cool. Or attractive. I just want to use. Oh, fly. I just want to fly. Fly is correct. Say what? Say a wiggle, wiggle, what? I was like, why is he saying I for so long? And then in my brain, it was like, Dingus, you know that song. All right, Jody, what would you like to give to Josh? Left we have toy games, music, and movies. Um, let's go toys and games. Toys and games. And your decade is the 70s. Before Transformers, there were these diminutive toys premiered by Mego in 1976. I'm not positive. I'll just venture the guess of micro machines micro machines is incorrect jody can you steal that was my guess oh gosh i don't know um I don't, i'll just say hot wheels hot wheels is incorrect now the clue was before Transformers, which means this was a toy that transformed. So it obviously wasn't Micro Machines because those were kids uh, or just cars. I believe that came in the 80s. Uh, this might one might have been just before your nostalgia. These were called Micronauts. Uh, yeah. Rings a bell. I definitely I watched the uh, the toys that made us and I was just couldn't get it in my head. But yeah, that totally rings a bell now. All right, uh, Josh, you get to pick. Uh, do you want to give her music or give her movies? I'll give her music. And the decade is the 70s again. Singer Michael McDonald took it to the street when he joined this band in April 1975 to temporarily replace lead singer Tom Johnston. Oh, come on. I know who Michael McDonald is. I know the song Taken It to the Streets. Don't know what band he filled in for or the band Tom Johnston was the lead singer of. I have no idea. Mm, 70s, right? 70s? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's make sure I'm at least in the right neighborhood. 70s. I have no idea. Three Dog Night. Three Dog Night is a great band and one I've seen live, but unfortunately incorrect. Josh, can you steal? 
I'm going to throw the answer of, of Doobie Brothers. I think he was part of that band. And I do remember some songs that sound like him. So that's, that's my guess, Doobie Brothers. The Doobie Brothers is correct. Nice. Taking it to the street. <laughs> Does anyone else immediately go to a uh, 40-year-old virgin when they think of Michael McDonald? Yeah. That's an idea. <laughs> If I have to listen to this song one more time, um, one more time. I'm a I'm a bee out the door or something like that. <laughs> All right, uh, that leaves movies for Josh. Adam, what is our uh, our decade is gonna be the fifties? The jury's still out on whether this 1957 Peter Fonda film is just a classic or one of the best courtroom dramas ever made. So my senior year of high school, I was uh, part of the theater, and we did this as our play. And I feel that this is the answer. However, because we had uh, uh, female act- actresses, we didn't call it 12 Angry Men. We called it 12 Angry Jurors. But I'm going to go with the answer of 12 Angry Men. 12 Angry Men is correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank right. you, senior year of high school. Yeah, and it's a great play and quite possibly one of my favorite movies of all time. That is an amazing film. It's a slow burn, yeah, it's good. It is a slow burn, but I think it's a, it's a study on camera work. And because they the the editing and the camera work in that film are just perfect. For how everything is just in that one room. I mean, it's just crazy, yeah, the lighting, yep. I have the attention span of a fruit fly. So if you can have a movie <laughs> in one room and keep me enraptured for the whole movie, it's a good movie. I I also saw my senior year of high school and it was even at that age, I appreciated it for how good it was. All right. Well, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score going into the wager round? Josh has built up a little bit of a lead here. It's 90 to Jody 60, but it can go any way uh, in this final round. All right. Since you are in the lead, Josh, you are going to get to pick your category first for the final round. Oh, well, I'll play defensive and I'll go with a category that I feel she's not strong in. and I'll, I'll go sports. sports. All right, Adam, what is our decade going to be? Our decade is going to be the 50s. <laughs> All right, and Jody, what category would you like? Oh, my God. Um, uh, let's go. I'm going to also play defensively and go fashion even though he pulled one out earlier (laughs) (laughs) our decade is going to be the 90s for fashion all right so based on 50s sports and 90s fashion please lock in your wager i'll set when you are good yep all right here is your 50s sports question First established in 1958 by the PRCA, this championship includes events such as team roping, barrel racing, and steel wrestling. And for your 90s fashion, this clothing item, often associated with farmers, was popular with both boys and girls in the 90s, often with one or both straps hanging. All right, while our two contestants are thinking about their answers, I'm just going to let everybody out there know Check out anything on the Beef Up Network on the Beef Up podcast. Um, 
and Cartwright Seinfeld podcast because I host that one as well. But me and John, if you like our voices, which of course you do, because it's me and John, we got great voices. <laughs> Check out the Blast from Our Past podcast. I'm not confident, but I'm ready. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm ready too. <laughs> All right. Well, Jody, since you were behind, would you give us your answers to the questions? Uh, so for the sports question, I didn't know how specific I can be more specific if you need me to be, but I said rodeo. Um, and for the fashion question, uh, I said overalls. I, I do need you to be more specific. I thought so. Uh, I, the problem is I don't know a more specific <laughs> term for that. Uh, horse rodeo. <laughs> okay. That's and my guess. I don't know. Josh? So, okay, I went with rodeo. Uh, since I'm going to be more specific, I'll go with uh, U.S. Rodeo Association uh, for that answer. And I went with overalls for my second answer. For the 90s fashion, you guys are both correct. It was overalls, which is a fashion that I, I, I actually thought was cute then and I think still works now, honestly. I'm trying to figure out how, as a 35-year-old woman, I can wear overalls because I think they're adorable, but I think I'm a little aged out. <laughs> it's, it's retro. It's coming back. Yeah, exactly. It's a new time. And for sports, you guys got that it was a rodeo, but I was looking for the name of the event, which is the National Finals Rodeo. Unfortunately, I cannot give that to you. So it's going to come down to wagers. Unfortunately, both uh, con contestants did not... Uh, make the question. So, Jody, what was your wager? Uh, I don't know. I'm not good at wagering. Just to, I'm really bad at doing that whole, like, if he bets this, I can bet that. Um, so I just said 31. <laughs> All right. And, and Josh? I I went goose eggs on defensive. Uh, I, I bet zero and Colpick, she couldn't beat me. All right, Adam, do them maths and let us know what the final score is. With a score of 90 to 29 and continuing on the BFOP patron tournament, we have our winner, Joshua Wenrick. Well played, Jody. You're a great competitor. That was a good game. Good game. All right. So Jody, uh, we're gonna let you give a, a shout out, promote any causes, or uh, you know, curse Josh's name, whatever you want to do here. Uh, Josh was a great competitor. I think we were pretty evenly matched there, so it was pretty back and forth. Um, yep. So I think last time I said wear your mask. This time I'm gonna say get your COVID shot if you can. Do it, please. The more of us get vaccinated, um, the better protection we are for the folks that can't. So if you can, go get it. If you get it, you don't have to wear your mask anymore. It's great. Um, other than that, everybody stay safe and just, you know, we're almost done guys. We're almost out of this. Just a few more months and we'll be back to normal. Hopefully. All right. Well, that's Adam and I'm John. And this was another episode of throwback trivia takedown. Thank you for listening to throwback trivia takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head -head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown.
Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Dean. Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean? Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode, this is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays, and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Talking back.